0: Welcome to Forward, the podcast of the Forward-Thinking Chiropractic Alliance. This
1: is your home for progressive, thought-provoking, real talk in the chiropractic profession. Featuring the legends, the innovators, and the thought leaders that move
0: our profession forward. And now your host, Dr. Bobby Maybe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Forward, the podcast of the Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance. I am your host, Doctor Bobby Maybe, and our housekeeping today. We want to run through our partners and sponsors uh, before we introduce our guest, Our sponsors are the Jane App. We have two brand new sponsors that I really think you need to know about. One is ChiroHealth USA. Uh, one of the things I find with ChiroHealth USA is they provide a tremendously important service. Uh, that you should probably know about, but most of you actually don't know about at all. Uh, they are very generous in their educational process, making sure you're up to speed on uh, on what they do and why they do it and how you can utilize it in your practice, uh, how to stay compliant and legal with your fees and your practice operations. So check out Health USA. Our other brand new sponsor is B3 Sciences. B3 Sciences has an approach to... Uh, I guess you could call it blood pressure cuff restriction exercise. I don't necessarily think it's rehab based. I know a lot of people uh, think about compression cuffs and rehab, and they get really excited about it, Uh, unless the rehab itself is exercise. If that's your rehab prescription for a patient, then B3 Sciences, their cuffs are amazing for exercise applications. Uh, and you can check out all their stuff inside of the membership hub if you're an FTCA member at forwardthinkingcairo.com. Uh, we are putting up a whole library of B3 Sciences educational material to check out, uh, as well as Cairo Health USA is going to have a huge library of resources for you to check out as well. We're building that out. Uh, be sure to look into our additional sponsors the Smart Chiropractor, China Gel, the T Tool, CairoUp.com. Uh, the darlings of the chiropractic profession, chiroup.com, drop release, the Chiropractic Success Academy, Gestalt Education, Hyperice. Uh, And we do support two organizations. World Spine Care brings evidence-informed musculoskeletal care uh, that is integrated throughout the world. Um, Check out World Spine Care and Check out the Carl Research Fellows. It's the Chiropractic Academy of Research Leadership. They take young aspiring scientists and teach them how to be competent researchers, uh, bringing more scientists into the chiropractic realm. Uh, so check them out. Now, that's housekeeping for our guest. Our guest today is Krista Lynn Shelton. And she's a licensed CPA and QuickBooks Top 100 Pro Advisor. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds cool. She's from <laughs> startups, small businesses, and million-dollar companies alike take control of their finances through accounting software, training, and consulting. Uh, her number-crunching interest, which uh, Crystal and Elena have zero, so I'm fascinated to talk to you about that. Uh, her number-crunching interest was sparked after taking a high school bookkeeping course, and on, upon completing the course, she was determined to become a CPA. And for the last 20 years, she has done just that, leading accounting departments and Fortune 500 companies uh, like Intuit, Texco, and Paramount Pictures. In 2010, she went on to found her own consulting business since then. Crystal Lynn has gone on to publish Mastering QuickBooks. It's a three-time Amazon bestseller. And if you're utilizing QuickBooks, you got to pick that bad boy up. Uh, It's now in its fourth edition. She's coached more than 100 clients and all while serving as the adjunct instructor at the University of California, Los Angeles, the Bruins, for the last 13 <laughs> years, teaching bookkeeping, QuickBooks courses. Everyone, everyone, it's me and you. Everyone, welcome, Crystal Lynn. How's it going? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for that great introduction. It's going uh, well.
0: You earned <laughs> the introduction. You did all the work. <laughs> um, glad yeah, like i glad to be here. Like I said, I've had no... I've had limited, like numbers are valuable to me, but I've had limited passion for just sitting down and staring at spreadsheets. I understand their (laughs) utility, but you know, some people just love it. Some people love it. They live
1: for it. I do. I do. (laughs)
0: Which is, which is strange to me because I would take you more as a baseball fan instead of a football fan because the baseball fans love crunching those numbers.
1: Oh, yeah. But when it comes to sports, it's all about the competition. I'm not really, I don't really care about the numbers when it comes to my Dallas Cowboys.
0: (laughs) You're just counting Lombardi (laughs) trophies at that point, right?
1: That's right. That's right. (laughs) Championships.
0: (laughs) Um, We kind of wanted to go in two directions today. And I let you know before we start recording that we do have a lot of uh, young listeners, young as far as the chiropractic profession. You know, they're early on and they're on their practice and then we tend to we tend to also get chiropractors on the middle to later end after they've been practicing a while and they realize they want to do things a little different or improve what they've got going so typically people are starting from almost from zero or from scratch or they've been going for a while and they're not as efficient as they could be and they're pretty burnt out And now they're like, okay, how can I be more efficient to scale and leverage my time and expertise so I don't have to be in the office 60 hours a week uh, and then doing the notes and then doing the finances and all that after the office actually closes. And that's where you come into play uh, for those folks. So uh, you tell me kind of where you want to start because you're the educator, you know, this business, you know how you need to get people's eyes open and get their ears perked for attention.
1: Yeah, so um typically I a lot of people ask me, hey, when should I, you know, at what point in my business should I think about hiring a CPA? And so typically what I recommend with folks is you want to start with a CPA from the beginning. Um, there's no like the beginning to get your get everything set up um properly before you start, you know running your business and getting busy. Right. And so typically I um, would invest money to hire a CPA. They can help you determine what accounting software would work best for your business. You know, there's a lot of them out there. I'm a big fan of QuickBooks. So you know, I put my clients on QuickBooks. I've written books on QuickBooks, um, but there's a lot of even industry-specific software that might be ideal just for chiro- you know, the chiropractic industry. So, I would say partner with a CPA so they can help you determine what software is ideal, set the software up for you, and train you and your staff properly on how to use it. Um, that's the best time to hire someone like that. You don't have to have a CPA actually manage the bookkeeping because that could get expensive. Um, You can have a bookkeeper do that, right? But the initial setup, definitely go with a CPA or someone who's certified in that accounting software that you're interested in using, if you have an idea.
0: I think that's where uh, a lot of people get (laughs) kind of sidetracked is they don't really understand all the different things a CPA can do. Same for all of us who are listening to mm-hmm. our chiropractors and you get frustrated when you don't, when people don't understand all the things you can do. Right. Uh, I think people don't understand all the different ways they can utilize a CPA. One is definitely setup. Setup is most important because that's the first right step.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: and what other ways would a CPA come in handy um, or different ways that, that a Professional can utilize a CPA?
1: I would say also, you know, the other popular area is, of course, tax planning and tax preparation. Um, I actually personally don't do taxes. Um, I used to offer that in my practice and I don't no longer offer it, Um, but there's a lot of CPAs that do. And so I would say that's the other area where a CPA comes in handy because they can definitely help you uh, make sure that you take all the tax deductions that you are you know, um, I guess, would qualify for it based on your business. And so I think that that's a a huge role that CPAs play is helping um, professionals determine what's tax deductible and the best way to keep track of those deductions so that you can actually write those off for um, your taxes.
0: Very important. What we have in the chiropractic profession, a lot of, uh, rebel types, for lack of better words, um, renegades, Renegades. DIYers. I they they would rather paint their own office than hire a painter. I'm, they're not cheap. These people aren't right. Uh, some of them are. Some of them are pretty cheap. Sorry, some of them are pretty cheap. But they're not all cheap. A lot of them are just DIYers. They want mm-hmm. to do it themselves. It's kind of like a psychology of a chiropractor. They they want all yeah, the absolutely. attention. They want all the love, they want all the credit. Uh, and then classically, when things go wrong, they want to blame everyone else. Yeah. But is there like a discernible success rate between mm-hmm. the people who choose to use a CPA versus those that don't? Like the industry's got to Excellent measure these things, question. right?
1: Yes. So typically um, we've all heard the stat where you know 50% of businesses fail within the first five years, right? Sure. So, um, a statistics that is also out there is that the odds of success for a business go up eighty nine percent if they partner with a, an accountant and follow their advice. Okay, so it's one thing to hire a CPA, but yeah, you sure. also have to do what they tell you to do. <laughs> right, right, totally. And so, yes, the odds of success go up eighty nine percent if they, for businesses that do that. You think it's part now, of the- oh, I don't. Ahead. Yeah, so I'm not necessarily saying that you can't do it yourself. I actually um, love small businesses who want to do it themselves as opposed to, I'm not interested, let's let someone else do that. Um, And so I actually specialize in uh, coaching small businesses who are like, I want to do this myself, set this up for me, teach me. And so absolutely, I love those business owners because they want to know where their money is going and that is the best um type of client for me (laughs)
0: yeah there's a little bit of a blend right like the folks that are completely hands-off I think they're in a little bit of a trouble zone as well as the people Mm -hmm. who are a little bit too hands-on but if there's a nice blend it seems to work pretty nice I wonder if the the success when you partner with a CPA come like what the blend is between the actual professional advice that the CPA gives you Mm -hmm. versus the fact that you just have another set of eyes and hands on your business another touch point of accountability right it's like right. a cpa is another member of your team i know it's pro. you know we're not going to measure exactly the blend of that but those are the two yeah. bonuses right the cpa yes. is going to give you their professional expertise and they're also going to be like come on man you can't no you can't do that no
1: <laughs> exactly
0: have, have you been keeping up the date you know are your uh right are your right. QuickBooks all lined up and ready to go for the tax man and stuff like yeah, that? Sure. Yeah,
1: it's a definitely accountability. And also, um, you know, a lot of small businesses are used to the mad dash to tax time. Like when January 1st hit, it's off to the races too. Because it's compiled <laughs> 12 months worth of expenses and receipts and, let's you know, people drive themselves crazy every single year. This happens every year. people. (laughs)
0: Digital shoebox. It's
1: like every year. And so, um, you know, I just try to teach my clients, Hey, let's get out of that um, routine and let's have more of a, I'm going to teach you what to do. And then we're going to touch base once a month. Okay. To make sure (laughs) that things are on track. So when you get to January, (laughs) it's game. You're literally just Tying up December, and then you're ready to hand your books over to the tax person. And that's really the ideal situation.
0: Uh, what would you say to these folks that can't afford a CPA? I know not, no platitudes like you can't afford to not have one. You can't say that, although you probably can't. Well, I, you already know that. But, no,
1: I. that's a great question. You got to
0: keep in mind, a lot of these young chiropractors, once again, I I sort of said they're cheap. They're not ch- they're, they're conservative. Program. Yeah, they're frugal, <laughs> in, even in the fact that they'll they'll charge the least amount, like they don't know their worth. So they'll charge a really yeah. low amount yeah, uh, to keep the fees low for their patients. Cause most of these folks are really just lovely. They really just love taking care of people and right. treating people. And they're not really as business minded as we might not think. So yeah. then they turn around and then when it's time to have services that can help them scale their businesses and their lives, they can't afford it. They can't afford yeah. a CPA.
1: Right. And so absolutely. Um, And you've got small businesses that are on a shoestring budget in every industry. And so basically, that's another reason why I wrote the book Mastering QuickBooks, because I take the small business owner from step one of setting up, and this is all based on QuickBooks Online, but setting up your QuickBooks account, how to, um, what information to enter, and then how to record your income and your expenses. So if you're on a shoestring budget, hey, you got to find 30 bucks to buy the book, you know, and you need to budget for an accounting software of some sort. So you, those two things you absolutely must find the money to do because that that's just, you know, part for the course. And so um, if you can do those two things, you can absolutely manage your books on your own and then have a tax person um, use that information to prepare your tax return. So, yeah, it can be done.
0: that that can keep your fees down i mean for the the simplest chiropractic office you can literally say it's going to cost me this much per year for the software Mm -hmm. this much per year for the services uh -hmm. uh, this much per year for the uh, the consulting services for the cpa all that divided by 12 that's your monthly price price into your uh price into your uh, fee schedule and all that stuff. And yeah, I think, I mean,
1: yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I just think quickly, a lot of people are going to realize they got to raise their fees a little bit.
1: Yeah, definitely. But you can start out, you know, um, get the book and then the, the most reasonable software for QuickBooks costs $29 a month. So that's like almost a dollar a day, right? So ma'am, you,
0: ma'am, ma'am, 90% <laughs> of the people that are listening to this, if not more, are listening on an iPhone. I'm pretty sure they can afford the $30 book.
1: I'm just making sure. <laughs> so that's 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 all it's gonna cost you. And then the great thing about purchasing the software, um, you know, tech support is included. So if you need help, yeah, you call tech support, there's no extra fee, it's included in your monthly fee. So really, it, it, it's it's affordable um, if you decide to do it on your own. And then down the road, you can always you know hire a CPA.
0: We do use QuickBooks Online. I have three businesses, and we use QuickBooks Online for all three. And even though oh, the perfect. CPA was sort of like, you know, that's a more expensive route to go versus just the hard copy QuickBooks, uh, it's worked really well for us. And it's been very user-friendly. Oh, my um, goodness. And Those
1: CPAs that are anti-Quickbooks Online drive me mad. <laughs> but I think they're just so tied to the desktop version because they, yeah. you know, it's been around. But desktop's going away. So right. <laughs> please, people, if you're listening, QuickBooks Online is ideal because right. you can access it on your iPhone, on that's your what, Android, it. on your laptop, on your iPad. You can access it from anywhere. That's desktop right. is tied to a computer and it's installed software don't buy QuickBooks desktop
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's your advice you right there it from me <laughs> um, and we can probably go down a rabbit hole in software selection we can also
1: <laughs> probably a,
0: a rabbit hole I'd rather go down is how do you know when you have a good CPA like how do you know how do you select somebody really solid
1: So that is a great question. Obviously, you know, with anything in in the day and age that we live in, um, reviews and referrals are ideal. Um, Pretty much in anything that I do, I don't eat in a new restaurant without looking at reviews, right, for that restaurant. And um, so to me, I would ask, other practitioners who are they using and are they happy with that person right (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I say that's the number one um, recommendation I would make is ask other professionals Um, if there is a association of chiropractors they I don't know if that's something that exists I would go to that organization and I'm sure they have um, people that they can refer as well
0: Fantastic. Um, do they have to be, because this is a question we get a lot within our group. Do they have to be, so this is how the question would be phrased. Does anybody have a good chiropractic CPA? They, they Chiropractors ask that for everything. Does, does anyone have a good chiropractic gym I can go to? Does anyone have a good chiropractic fiber supplement it's like it doesn't have to be chiropractic specialized right
1: right it doesn't now people do have certain niches that they specialize in um particularly i do specialize in services based businesses so um i will work with clients who have products but i prefer just service-based businesses like your chiropractors i have dentists i have um you know all service-based businesses so they don't have to be um you know, specific to that industry, because guess what? You're the chiropractor, you're the professional. So you're going to teach them how your business works. That's right. And then that's how they learn. But as long as they have the accounting side down, that's what you really want.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Great. All right. So we've got that nailed down. You got to hire a CPA, especially if you want to get started and start right. Now, how do we set ourselves up for success going forward after that?
1: Okay. So after that, there's um, a few, I would say principles that I live by and I teach my clients to incorporate. Um, Number one, and this is something that a lot of new business owners do. I did it myself. I'm guilty of it is do not commingle your personal and business finances. A lot of people starting out feel like I'm not making a lot of money, so what's the point in setting up a separate business account? Ooh, but you yeah. must do it. Um, the IRS obviously frowns upon having um, all of your business income going into the same account that you have, you know, your personal um money going into and so i don't care if you're not if you don't have any income coming in at all set up the separate business account and then if you're personal um maybe you have a nine to five as well and this is on the side or maybe your spouse has a nine to five and you guys are contributing to your practice in the beginning make a conscious effort to transfer that money from your personal to your business account so that you can easily keep track of what you've invested in the business. And and on the business side, you would categorize that as an owner investment. But you wanna be conscious of um, having your money kept separate. The other thing I recommend is for all your business expenses, use a credit card. Use a credit card um, or a debit card tied to the bank account. But a credit card just just for business is going to help you to keep track of what you've spent for the business. You get that statement every month that shows all your transactions and everything's on one account. You don't have to go searching through three or four or five accounts trying to search for all the money that you've spent for the business. It's this one account that you use to pay for everything. That's the other thing that I definitely recommend. So,
0: And that one comes pretty easy these days, hopefully, I would mm-hmm. think. I can't, I can't imagine a business expense I haven't used a card for in years.
1: Exactly. And the other thing that that cuts down on is you having to keep that paper receipt. As we're all not, even I haven't found the best way to track receipts. Um, what I do right now, which I love is another feature that I put my clients on is I take a picture of a receipt using my QuickBooks app. And then it gets uploaded to the software. And guess what? I can toss that paper. I don't have to yeah. keep track of that paper anymore, which is nice. <laughs> that's very <laughs> um, nice. So, yeah, so that's another one. And most accounting software, especially if it's a cloud-based, they have an app where you can do that. So it should be pretty, pretty easy to do. Um, I would say another, um, if I could tip that I would give in terms of being successful is automate as much as you can. So, um, instead of waiting until you get your bank account statement and your credit card statements, go ahead and connect all those accounts to your accounting software and those transactions just flow right into the software and instead of sitting there like a data entry clerk at the computer entering this stuff in. Um, you can just review it online and then categorize it accordingly and record it in your books. It, it makes it really simple. Um, gone are the days of sitting at a computer entering transactions one by one. Those days are over.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: That's what uh, importing is for. You know, that's, what, that's the great thing about technology. And so,
0: yeah. The, the, like. the reconciliation process is pretty fun though. <laughs> I, I do. Love I. I no. Nah, I told you. I don't. I don't. I. I will outsource that till the end of my days. to I people who love, love to it. do it. <laughs> exactly. What are you
1: talking about? That's fun, especially if it doesn't balance, because then it's like a detective trying to find it.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's why you're the master. I'm. I'm a detective at finding other things, right?
1: Yeah. But exactly. I'm, not, I'm not
0: the guy you want to come to exactly. to reconcile a bank account.
1: Yeah, Um, another uh, thing that I always recommend is that you want to use as little cash as possible. And we already kind of alluded to this because um, there's no record of a cash purchase except for your sales receipt. And if you lose that, then there's no record. So it's always a good idea to use that debit card, that credit card um, for any expenses. So there's a record. If you lose the receipt, it's on that statement that you get from the financial institution so use as little cash as possible
0: i've always felt that cash in business is icky mm-hmm. besides what you might have in a cash register if you have a service with a register or a um, petty cash box that is right. well accounted for i've always felt like cash is icky it's just been a personal feeling of mine
1: yeah
0: i still have uh, right. checks though all <laughs> <I> right <write checks. laughs> Everyone yeah, makes I'm fun welcome. of me because I write checks. Hey, you
1: know, it's okay. <laughs> pull out that
0: checkbook and everyone starts staring at you funny.
1: <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so going paperless is a big thing of mine. I mentioned the receipts, um, but also you have quite a few, you know, recurring Um, expenses that automatically come out of my bank account, like my Calendly subscription, my Zoom subscription, my QuickBooks subscription. And so all of those folks email me a receipt once they charge my card. And so what you can do, especially with QuickBooks, is you can actually forward those receipts to your QuickBooks. Literally just hit forward. There's a custom email address you'll have. It forwards it to the software. It uploads it to the software for you. So wow. that those can get tracked and saved in there um, and recorded. I did and not so know you don't even have to print anything out. It's just lovely. That's um, pretty so
0: big. Yeah.
1: That's a pretty cool feature. Um, you've got to schedule time to review your books. So if you're doing your books and, um, you know, I would recommend that you have time on your calendar to manage your books once a week, even if it's just for an hour or whatever is required um, to review your banking transactions and get those things categorized. But then once a month, you want to put on the calendar. And I do this the first Saturday of every month um, for an hour and a half to two hours. I will go in and make sure all of my banking transactions are categorized. I'm saying that, but it's basically just all my transactions have imported right? I so Just wanna make sure they've been categorized and recorded. And then I perform my bank reconciliations. And then guess what? I run my profit and loss report for that previous month. I run my balance sheet and I look at them. Um, and I might run a comparison to see how I did last month versus the month before or last year. But once a month, I sit down and just, you know, review my numbers. Um, if you're not managing your books, then that's an appointment you need to have your bookkeeper, you need to have with your bookkeeper. On this date, I want to look at these numbers with you. And you need to have someone that you can actually ask questions, right? Don't be, you can't have a bookkeeper or someone manage your books that you're intimidated about asking questions because you're worried about what they're going to think about you. Who cares? You're the business owner. (laughs) Your (laughs) job is not to know accounting. It's their job to know accounting. Uh, So I love business owners that want that appointment because they want to understand what's happening with my business from a financial perspective because it helps them to make decisions, right? Right. Um, We look at reports and we can determine, hey, these items are selling great. These items aren't. Why is that? Hey, I need to run a sale to get rid of these items and I'm not ordering them again. Or maybe there's another reason why a product isn't moving. But if they don't look at the numbers and they don't know, they won't know that there's a problem. And so make decisions based on
0: emotion instead of practical information.
1: Yeah. Or just what they think is happening. Right. Right. Exactly. Is this what they
0: call working on your business instead of working in your business? Does this qualify? Yeah. Man, what was I going to ask next? I, I, it's going to come back to me. It's gonna come, before I, before oh, yeah. it floods back to me, true or false, Pecan Lodge is the best barbecue in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. False. And if, false <laughs> if false, what is the best barbecue in the Dallas-Fort Worth area?
1: Terry Black's. Yeah, really? <laughs> and do you know okay. where Terry Black's is? Terry Black's is down the street from Pecan Lodge. Like literally, It is. It's like one it's mile. Like a,
0: yeah, it is. It is. It's a pretty short walk, Right.
1: It's so oh, funny man. you ask that. My husband and I just had Terry Blast a few weeks ago. We love Terry Blast.
0: So right. I'm going good. to make another trip back. I'm going to make another yeah. trip back.
1: Oh, you um, have to. <laughs> do
0: you have any fundamental, sort of like philosophical ideas you'd like to impart on the audience? Um, so, we've got a lot of practical mm. advice here, and the wow. ability for QuickBooks Online to accept. receipt via email and categorize that that's pretty crucial that makes things really quick but um Mm -hmm. what do we got like you know work on take time schedule time to work on your business instead of in your business that's a big one
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: i think that the other thing that we haven't talked about is you know because for the most part if you are if you want to do this on your own, like you said, a lot of people are looking to do this on your own, you want to do it right, or you need to have a resource in case you have a question or don't understand something. And so I would just say don't try to wing it, uh, meaning if you get stumped, reach out for help, okay? Um, you can reach out to someone like me. You can go to the Intuit website and they have certified pros like myself. Um, All you have to do is put in your zip code or your city state and find someone locally if you need to do that. All my clients I meet with virtually, so I've got clients all over the the country. But if you're more comfortable with someone local, then you can find someone local. You just want to be able to verify their, um, you know, that their knowledge and experience is legit. And the Intuit um, find a pro advisor or find an accountant website gives you that person's certifications. It has all the client reviews on there, um, what industries they've worked with. So you have like their quote unquote resume of experience right in front of you. Um, and so I would just say you want to reach out and partner with someone like that if you've got questions and you're trying to go it on your own.
0: Perfect. There's no such thing as on your own. You're going to have a resource somewhere, right?
1: <laughs> Agreed.
0: Uh, good luck on your own, on your own. Um, I I hit that, <laughs> I hit that with my accountant and payroll. Mm. Like payroll taxes specifically.
1: Ouch. Particularly
0: living in Oregon and payroll taxes. And I'm like, dude, where do I go to learn what <laughs> this stuff is? And there it's just shrug shoulders every time. I'm like, my my dude, I need something. So I at least feel a little bit educated about what's going on here. And it's like, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. And this is a process, yeah. right? It's probably a little bit like playing a musical instrument to some degree. You're gonna take you're gonna need some practice or like public yeah. speaking, you're yeah. gonna need to do it. You're gonna flub up some things.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's okay. Right.
0: It's a correctable process. Right. But keep learning and you'll get better and better at it. And then when you get to that level where you can start to with your CPA see some sort of numbers and say okay now i know how to make some decisions based on the numbers i see that's when you when you have real power here
1: yep absolutely
0: but let's not beat around the bush Uh, two more (laughs)
1: questions
0: (laughs) this question is what is tex-mex and i want to see if it compares to how i try to explain it to people who don't understand tex-mex food
1: you know, I mean, I've grown up in Texas, and so Tex-Mex is basically the Mexican food I've grown up on. It's, it's just not,
0: Mexican food. <laughs>
1: it's just Mexican food, right? That's right. Um, it's People call things Tex-Mex because when they feel like it's not 100% authentically just Mexican food, right? Like gotcha. if you go down to the border. But Tex-Mex is delicious, so don't...
0: <laughs> yeah
1: don't misunderstand
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what i said it's pretty much what you would i said someone said what is tex-mex i said it's what you would understand mexican food to be everywhere nowadays exactly. maybe with a little barbecue thrown in <laughs> maybe that's maybe the protein is barbecued but that's bad right exactly but a burrito sorry i'm a californian at heart a burrito is not tex-mex yeah. you can't that's a california that's a little that's a little donkey.
1: And I'm sorry to all the California people out there, but I lived in Cali for 25 years uh-huh. and Cali does not do Tex well. No at uh-uh. all. <laughs> and this is a Texas girl talking. I'm sorry <laughs> they don't.
0: We got Chewies. <laughs> oh Our, my God. Uh, Chevy's. We got Chevy's. No, we didn't get Chewies. We got Chevys
1: chewie's
0: yeah. Chewy's is, Chewy's is good. Chewy's was good. Chevy's not so much.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Here's and the last question. Most of those places would not survive in Texas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here is the last question. Uh, so we talked about hooking up with people, having someone to work with. Let's beat around all that bush and let's say, how can a listener work with you? Excellent question. One, yeah, Um, we we want to do that, right? (laughs) One of course is uh you know for the readers out there and the and the true DIYers at least get the book. So where can they find that?
1: Yeah, so my book Mastering QuickBooks 2023, which is the latest book, is available on Amazon.com, and then you can also go to um, backslash podcast with an S. On that page, I've actually got two free downloads for your listeners. Um, One of them is a checklist that um, breaks down your first seven days in QuickBooks. So if you are a do-it-yourselfer, purchase the book. The checklist coincides with the book, and it helps you to get started um, with setting up your business in QuickBooks. The other checklist is for those of you who have been around for a while, and um, maybe you're not sure of what you should be doing to close your books and prepare them for the tax preparer. So there's another checklist there and it's called the eight steps to closing your books properly. So that's also available on that page. Um, For new clients, I offer a complimentary consultation. And so on that same page, you can schedule your complimentary consultation where we'll talk about your business and I help you determine what QuickBooks subscription is right for you or what software is right for you because I work with other products as well. And so, yeah. That's where they can find me. Sweet. So for those
0: that are pure uh, podcast listeners, audio, the mm-hmm. website is www. crysta. c r y yeah. s t a l y n n shelton s h e l t o n dot com. Back, yeah.
1: Backslash podcast.
0: Backslash podcast. So that's for the pure audio folks. If you guys want to get. <laughs> yeah this information uh go to the podcast link on our website and i'll have all this all those links posted up for you so you can just click and go um and then while you're there if we've done a good job and you appreciate what we've done be sure to become an ftca member uh is there any last piece of advice you can impart on these folks
1: mm. so um what else but you keep like in mind, the
0: ones that are listening, there's some that already have CPAs already, and there. there's yeah. nothing you can tell them, anyways. But the folks that are just, <laughs> the folks that have not taken the necessary steps yet, they need, right? You need, you need a sniper shot here.
1: Yeah, I would just say, um, don't beat around the bush or wait too long to get your books in order. So buy the book, get started. And you can always hire a CPA later, but buy the book, get started and then utilize the Intuit tech support, you know, until you can hire a professional. That's what I say. Don't procrastinate. That, that's awesome. the advice I give you. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it's funny in this stage in podcasting, I usually get, you know, there are the podcasting placement agencies, you know, and mm-hmm. they they propose guests. And I would say, you know, if I got... 10 of those a week there's about one or two actual guests that I would say yeah that sounds great and obviously you're here so you're one of them but every time one of the one of they're always not chiropractors right if if a a podcasting agency sent me a chiropractor like no no no
1: no. I already know that's
0: no good that's no fun Um, exactly uh and then every single one that I choose that is from a different industry, a different profession. Mm-hmm. I just I love talking to you guys. You're super yeah. fun. Uh Aww, it's like uh you. you know, hopefully the 49ers and the cowboys meet in the <laughs> NFC Championship and, yes. and you know and uh and I I'm gonna say it like we know it is. Good luck to your cowboys this year. Yeah. We know they're gonna have a great season, and then we, <laughs> we know they're gonna choke in the playoffs. And then I'll see you next year. And I'll tell you the same thing. Good luck to the Cowboys. They're going to have yes. a great season. Well, and good luck the to playoffs. the 49ers. <laughs> and
1: unfortunately, I have to admit, you are so right. And we better not choke this season. <laughs> <laughs> I will um, not be happy. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I, I would be frustrated for you, too, because you deliver. You deliver the goods every time you step on yeah. your field. so uh, yeah, I, I, exactly. I respect you tremendously in the work you do, and I appreciate you coming on the podcast and talking to these folks. And um, if anyone needs this professional advice, don't hesitate one second.
1: Thanks so much for having I appreciate it, Bobby.
0: No, absolutely.